I saw a poll the other day that had an interesting result. Found three in ten Canadians are completely shunning exercise right now. Cited COVID nineteen as the reason. Now I mention that because there's a new study underway at Lawson Health Research Institute that would offer online exercise and behavioral intervention for adults who are mobility impaired. So the Lawson study is completely separate, completely different from the poll I mentioned, but one made me think of the other just because it touches upon exercise and barriers to exercise, and there are unique barriers for those who are mobility impaired, of course. Uh, the barriers for those who are mobility impaired are on a whole other level, which is why a study like this one is really interesting. Uh, Dr. Dalton Wolf is a Lawson scientist, joins us now to talk about this. Uh, appreciate the time today. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Devin. Really appreciate the opportunity. So what sort of barriers exist in terms of being active for those who might have a mobility impairment? Certainly. And, and you stated it well. We all face barriers, but unfortunately people uh, that have sustained things like spinal cord injury, brain injury, stroke, or multiple sclerosis just have uh, many, many barriers that we don't really have to think of. Number one is they have impairments to mobility maybe can't move as freely as all of us, so it's actually challenging to do the exercises themselves. But on top of that, there's all kinds of other health considerations or reasons uh, that they, just in looking after all the other aspects of their life, they really don't have maybe the same time. Uh, They maybe have transportation challenges. And then the age-old question about motivation, when you're feeling more tired and, you know, just not as well, it's really challenging to uh, maintain an active lifestyle. It must be frustrating to, to you know, uh, you, you can think and you remember when you could do something and now you can't, and just that frustration itself would be that um, kind of that mental block, that mental barrier to almost say, well, what's the point of doing this? It's just I have all these, you know, X, Y, and Z as well to deal with. The, the, the mental aspect must be really uh, challenging. You got it, and unfortunately, that can lead to other issues uh, around mental health and or just f- physical health. So there is a like a greater incidence of things like anxiety and depression uh, in people that because of exactly those mental challenges that can just tend to pile up, which is one of the reasons we're doing a study. So what will this study entail? Um, yeah, it's really interesting because uh, there's many studies that show the benefit of physical activity. Um, but what is unique about this study is it is combining uh, an array of programming, so uh, different things like exercise or yoga or seated aerobics and other activities, so that a person can do the thing that best suits their needs. But on top of that, we have some coaches that have um, lived experience of dealing with a disability that are also um, professional social workers. So they have expertise in living the condition as well as expertise in being able to counsel and help people overcome those barriers um, and towards a more active lifestyle. And this would be done online? Uh, All done online and uh, over a 10-week program. And after the program is over, if people are interested we're hoping to invite them into ongoing program that we're doing at uh, St. Joseph Healthcare Parkwood Institute and Lawson uh, Research. Is this a, a study that you could have done 10 years ago? I mean, video chats have been around for a while, but it's more widely accepted, more widely used uh, these days. Yeah, t- uh, interesting question. We could have done it, but with so many more barriers 
and um, and challenges to making it happen. It's much easier uh, to do these things today, and not only technically, but also just from the perspective of the regulatory environment that we have to work in. So a uh, variety of reasons, it's a lot easier, and we're going to see more and more of this in the future. On the flip side, you know, when we were talking about, you know, the, the mental aspect of it, I, I would imagine, you know, in, in some cases it doesn't take much to get that encouragement to go out and do something, especially if you're doing it in an environment, your home or a family home, where you just feel more comfortable to do what would be involved with, you know, a lot of these activities. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's uh, one of the one of the parts of this that helps people uh, in terms of overcoming those barriers. But the other part is the connection with others that, you know, have similar disabilities or challenges uh, and uh, just like yourself. And that's an important aspect as well. It's that connecting with other people. And essentially what we find in our previous work is that that connection can be just as powerful as the doing the exercises themselves. So people can help each other uh, overcome those barriers. So you are looking for study participants, right? We certainly are. Uh, And especially those with uh, uh, having sustained a brain injury, a spinal cord injury, um, a stroke, or perhaps multiple sclerosis. If people would like to participate or they know someone who might want to participate, how can they uh, get in touch with you? Certainly. We have a study email um, it, I'm not sure if it's listed on at the radio station, but it is a Swati Meta at sghc.london.on.ca. So I'll just spell that uh, Swati dot Meta, S W A T I dot M E H T A, and again at London, or sorry at sghc.london.on.ca. If anyone is out driving and you can't write it down, just send me an email and I will make sure people get the information they need. We'll be doing uh, you know, a web story as well. Uh, just finally, what do you hope this could lead to? Yeah, well, in fact, we've already got planned a much larger study that will serve people uh, across Canada eventually. But our next phase of this, after we get through this additional study, will be to uh, broaden this to persons um, across uh, Ontario and Quebec uh, we have some colleagues, colleagues in Quebec um, that are just chopping at the bit to get working with us. We will uh, follow with interest. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much, Devin. That's uh, Dr. Dalton Wolf, a scientist at Lawson Health Research Institute.